shout. Oh, yes, we praise you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, you are great, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. It feels so good in this place this morning. I haven't done this in a couple, probably a month now, but repeat after me. Say, I am blessed. I am loved. I am powerful. Let's say it again. Just the lobby this time. I am blessed. I am loved. I am powerful. Thank you, Jesus. It's so good to see everybody. You may be seated. To all of our guests and members alike, thank you so much for being here this morning. It is such a pleasure to have all of us here worshiping the Lord in spirit and in truth. I believe the Lord's got something lined up for us here today. I'm going to read from 2 Kings chapter 11. I'm going to read verses 3 through 6 and then verse 11 and 12. And I'm just telling you, I probably won't even get to this in the message. I don't know. We're just going to, I just feel a little wild here this morning. <laughs> so we'll see what the Lord is going to do here this morning. But I'm going to read verses 3 through 6, 2 Kings 11. This is speaking of Joash, the would-be boy king, the would-be boy king. It says, and he was with her hid in the house. Everyone say house. Of the Lord six years, and Athaliah did reign over the land. She was wicked. In the seventh year, Jehoiada sent and fetched the rulers over hundreds and the captains and the guards and brought them to him into the house. Everyone say the house of the Lord and made a covenant with them and took an oath of them in the house. Y'all got it now, of the Lord, and showed them the king's son. And he commanded them, saying, This is the thing that ye shall do. A third part of you that enter in on the Sabbath shall even be keepers of the watch in the king's house. And a third part, <laughs> we got a good echo going on. I love this church. We're in revival. We might not have our big sanctuary yet, but we'll just have church in multiple rooms. It don't matter. And a third part shall be at the gate of Sir, and a third part at the gate behind the garden. So shall you keep watch of the house, that it be not broken down. And the guard stood, this is verse 11, every man with his weapons in his hand round about the king from the right corner of the temple to the left corner of the temple along by the altar and the temple and he brought forth the king's son and put the crown upon him and gave him the testimony and they made him king and anointed him and they clapped their hands and said God save the king I brought my weapon today oh yeah Thank you. Oh, yes. With the weapons in the hands. One way or another, we're going to worship the Lord together. <laughs> With the weapons in their hands, they did guard the house. This morning, I want to preach, protect this house. Protect this house. Now, we're going to use that word house in a different ways uh, this morning, a few different ways. And uh, let me tell you, we've had lots of good teaching here lately. Wednesday night, we had a good panel. Uh, last Sunday morning, Bishop Varnum just get, gave some wonderful instruction to families and told us uh, about 
you know, how to find a good spouse, and they've got to be, I loved it, he said, attractive enough. We have some good practical teaching. And uh, this morning, I don't know if you're going to get much uh, teaching, but you'll probably get a little wild preaching. But I do want us to keep kind of our families in mind this morning. I want to preach, protect this house. Protect this house. Right where you're sitting, could you just lift your hand and begin to talk to the Lord? God, touch us this morning. Help us today, Lord. Touch us, God. Come on, use your own voice. Don't make me pray for you. Just hold down. In Jesus' name, Lord, help us. Help us to be on guard. Help us to be ready. Help us, Lord, to protect Help us, Lord. I believe you've got something special in store for us, for our church, for our families, for our future, for our children. I ask you right now, let this church feel it. Help us, Lord, to take a hold of it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Protect this house. If that sounds familiar, that's because it should be. Under Armour, the active wear company, adopted the phrase, protect this house, quite a few years ago. It was their motto, their rally cry, and it really resonated with customers. They said, it is a call to all competitors who use their products to stand firm in their resolve to win. Mm. In various commercials, protect this house is often depicted in relation to a home sports team protecting their domain as the enemy rival team comes in to the home team's turf. The message to the team and to the fans is we must protect this house. We must not allow the enemy to gain the influence or win in our domain. And we church, whether you're in the sanctuary, in the lobby, or watching at home, we've got something much more important in mind than the Gators playing the Seminoles. This is something much more important than football or baseball or basketball. We must protect our house. We're not talking about a ball game. We're talking about something eternal. We're talking about the souls of our children. We're talking about the future of the church. We're talking about the health of our marriages. We must protect this House, I've come to proclaim, and I hope you'll join with me. The enemy, the adversary of our soul, is not going to get the advantage in this house. The enemy is not going to win in my house. I am going to protect my house. Uh, enemy, devil, Satan, you can call them whatever, all the wicked spirits of this world, I've pro come to proclaim you are not welcome to distort, to disturb, to pervert the Autry house. You are not welcome, devil, in Souls Harbor. You are not welcome, spirits of this world, in this house. I want to preach this in a few different ways. First of all, 
I must protect. Everyone say, I must protect my family. I must protect my family. Genesis chapter 7, verse 1, is the first time the word house appears in your Bible. In Genesis 7, 1, the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark. Come now all of your house into the ark. The Lord is not speaking about a building. He's not talking about a residence. He's not talking about some dwelling place. When he says house here, he's talking about your family members. He said, get your house and get into the ark. Get your house and run into safety. He says, I've seen the wickedness of this world. I've seen the perversion of this land. This world is about to come to an end. So if you want your family to be saved, you better get them into this boat. And I've come to tell you, it might be 5,000 plus years later, but there's still a whole lot of wickedness in this world. There's still a lot of perversion in this world. Am I telling the truth or am I telling the truth? We got media trying to tell us how to raise our kids. We got messed up companies trying to distort gender. We got toy companies confused about the terms Mr. and Mrs. We got Hollywood trying to tell us what is acceptable. We must protect this house I must protect my family I don't care what they're saying in Hollywood I don't care what the conservatives or the liberals in DC are saying as for me and my house we're going to serve the Lord as for us come on we need to get our families right smack dab in the church we got to get our families right smack dab into the kingdom of God. Protect your house. Protect your children. Protect your marriage. <laughs> Come on, we need a Noah that will rise up and say, I've seen the wickedness of this world. I see the perversion, the sexual immorality, the confusion, all of the junk that's going on, and I want my family to be saved. I don't care what they're doing in the world. I'm going to get them into the boat. We've got to make up in our minds, I don't care about being culturally relevant. I want to be biblically correct. Y'all with me in the lobby? <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind that we've got some folks in this church that if a thief, some intruder, some kidnapper broke through the front door or crawled through the window of your home, you would lose your mind. You would go crazy. I got any dads that, I mean, it just makes you mad thinking about it. I almost have to pray through just thinking about what I would do. To some ignorant person that tried to break into my home and hurt my baby, hurt my children. No, the devil is a liar. I'll come to the altar and repent later. I'm going to take care of business in that moment. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take care of that thief and that robber in that moment. I think you understand what I'm talking about right, right now. Your family is so important to you. 
<laughs> Some of you, you already got the weapon picked out. Get real carnal for a second. Some of y'all, y'all already thinking about it. Y'all, y'all thinking about that. I know what I do. I know what I, I know how I take care of it. <laughs> my, whenever I was a baby, my, my grandmother, Granny Autry, she's not here this morning. They're attending a, uh, a, an anniversary service for some of their ministry friends. But whenever I was a baby, my Granny Autry was babysitting me. And I was just probably, probably about Rowan's age. And uh, she was holding me and she said, she heard something at the back door. And so she walked over, and there was a thief cutting the screen door. She had her front door open, and just the screen door portion locked. And she heard the of a screen ripping and tearing away. And at first she said she didn't even realize what was happening. She just said, what do you think you're doing? And the guy didn't hear her. So my grandma said, I said, what do you think you are doing? And at that moment, it startled me as a baby, and I started crying and screaming, and the yelling, just all of it, scared this man to death. And his eyes got big, she said, and he started backing up away from the door. You got to get this. My granny, what is she, four foot ten? She's got a one-year-old on her hip. What do you think she can accomplish against some large man? But in that moment, she was going to protect what was hers. And she said as that man started backing up, and with little baby Daniel on her hip, she walked towards him and she said, don't you ever show your face around this house again. And as he ran and was jumping bushes, she said, don't you ever come back. She, she reminded me of the story last week because something rises up inside of us. It's a protective instinct when a thief comes when a robber comes to hurt your family, you rise up and say, no, I must protect this house. Come on, we're not just talking about the natural now. Some of you got your weapon picked out for the natural, but what about the spiritual? What about the spiritual? What about when Hollywood tries to slip adultery into the mind of your spouse? Somebody's gotta say, no, devil, you're not welcome in this house. We've got the response right in the natural. You're mad. Even it makes some of you mamas thinking about an innocent one-year-old while some thief trying to come in and take advantage of your home. Oh, it makes you mad. But let me remind you, Ephesians 6.12 says, We wrestle not against flesh and blood. I know we got the correct response in the flesh and the blood right. Naturally speaking, daddy knows I'm going to take care of business if you come in here and try to mess with my wife. I am going to hurt you so bad, your mama won't recognize you. I am going, oh. oh. I'm telling you, I got to repent right now. We wrestle not, though, against flesh and blood. More than likely, our greatest threat is not the natural, it's the spiritual. It says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this world. Hear it, against spiritual wickedness and high places. I'm glad we know how to take care of business and fight naturally. But honey, we need to learn how to fight for what's ours in the spiritual. 
bring me my sword. He said, it's spiritual wickedness in high places. And it goes on, and I'm not going to read them all, but it starts talking about the armor of God. It says, wherefore, for that reason, you need to get ready to fight in the spiritual. Let me ask you. Hold my sword. Let me ask you. We got a lock on our doors. Do we have a lock on the internet? Oh, yeah, we got barriers around our properties, but do we have some spiritual barriers around our marriage? My fight, uh, my main concern is not having to fight naturally. My biggest concern is protecting my children, protecting my wife from the, the wicked, nasty, perverted junk that's being piped out from Hollywood and from D.C. and the wickedness that's going on around our world. You can't, I could not even yesterday swing my four-year-old boy on a swing without the parent next to me dropping all kinds of profanity as he's swinging his one-year-old son. I'm sorry, you live that way if you want to, but I'm not letting that junk into the spirit of my child. I'm going to protect what's mine. You might curse like a sailor, but not as for me and my house. We serve the Lord. My kids aren't going to learn how to protect this house, the Bible warns in John 10. The thief is coming to steal, to kill, and to destroy. 1 Peter 5, 8, it warns us, be sober. Be vigilant. Be on guard. We've got to be watching. We've got to be looking. If you've got the Holy Ghost, you've got to be feeling after the Spirit. What's going on in my home? What's going on in my home? What's happening in my marriage? What's happening amongst my boys? What's happening with my children? It says be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Listen, we gotta get our we gotta get our eyes open, get our heads out of the sand. There's an attack from the enemy. There is an attack from the enemy trying to divide our marriages, trying to steal the innocence of our children. We've got seven-year-olds being sexualized and turned into objects and oh my word, the junk that you can find on YouTube and on Netflix. I know I've got a lock on my front door, but am I just then, uh, just with, with just complete absent-mindedness, am I taking a tablet with unfettered access to the filth of this world and saying, here, go watch this in your room and leave me alone? Ah! We've, got, we've got children being shown pornography. We're not, I'm not even worried about the 13-year-olds. It's the 7- and 8-year-olds. It's there. It's there. And these poor, innocent children being exposed to the junk of this world that then hangs with them. we got to feel the weight of it. Messing up their future marriage. Perverting their thought of what a husband and wife relationship should be. 
Huh? Turning the opposite sex into just nothing but a tool. The Bible warns, 2 Corinthians 2.11, lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Satan is scheming. He's watching. He's waiting. He's prowling. And he's looking for ways to get advantage over our families. He's checking the doorknob to my heart. He's, he's checking the window to my, my mind. He's looking for a way to divide us. He's looking for a way to pervert us. I got any real folks that live in a real world? And I, I know we get cute on a Sunday morning and we know how to praise just right, but there's wickedness in this world. And filth on the job, all kinds of jokes being spewed. And hey, just see this picture? I must protect my family. Most of us have heard of the Trojan horse. Put a picture up there, please. This term first is used and found in Greek mythology. You find it, and this is in the, the, the story of the Odyssey. They say there's probably some truth to it and probably some mythology, but basically it's the Greeks, after a failed 10 years of trying to siege the city of Troy, unable to penetrate the walls, Unable to defeat the Trojans, they scheme now instead. Uh, here's what we'll do. We'll pretend to desert the war. We will sail just slightly away. And we will leave a gift at the door. We'll just leave them a gift. Little did the Trojans know, though, that inside this hollow horse was skilled warriors waiting. And now they don't have to beat down walls. They don't have to scale walls and skillfully shoot archers. Now the Trojans open the doors, and here comes the Greek army without anyone knowing. In the middle of the night, as the doors are shut, as the Trojans go to bed, emerges the Greek soldiers. They begin to set fires, and they begin to open the doors. And the Trojan army and the city of Troy is defeated from the enemy within. I know that's just a history story mixed with mythology, but let me tell you, it happens every single day. The enemy presents something entertaining to the family, something enjoyable to our senses something that is pleasurable to the flesh something that just saying open up and receive this into your heart put that next picture of that trojan horse up there but now it's not coming through city walls it's entering through devices I know the word, lest Satan get advantage you through devices. I know it's not talking about iPads and tablets and all that, but it pretty is convenient that it just, that's what we call these little things right here. It's a device. It's something that can be a channel, a portal. I didn't mean to get sucked into pornography, but this thing just looks so innocent. It just looks so enjoyable. 
It just sparked some curiosity. And before I knew it, defeated from within, I'm here to call some moms and dads, some aunties, some husbands and wives. We must protect this house. I must protect my boys. I must protect my girls. My daughter is not just some plaything. I don't care how they dress in the movies. It doesn't matter to me how they look on the tabloids. That's not what a godly woman looks like, and that's not how a godly woman acts. I'm not going to allow my boy to grow up thinking that a woman is just some plaything. Just some, oh no. We need somebody that will rise up and say, I'm going to protect this house. I'm going to protect the sanctity of marriage. I'm going to protect the innocence of childhood. My word, I feel like jumping through a wall right now. In the name of Jesus, you ought to lift your voice. You ought to shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Somebody needs to get your weapon, get the sword of the Spirit, break out the Word of God. I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. Oh, give me some swords in here, Steve. Uh, we must protect this house. We must protect our families. I must protect my marriage. I don't care what they say in the movies. I don't care. Ross, some of you guys. Nate, I don't care. Barbara, what are y'all? Some of y'all, I want you to come. If you're, if you're going to hold a sword, though, you come stand up here with me. You stand up here on guard. Come on, Brother Burmester. Come on. Uh, come stand up here and do it right. Don't be goofing off now. Come stand up here, yeah. Here we go. We must protect this house. I'm glad you got a plan in case there's a fire at your home. I'm glad you've got yourself a 9mm to protect your house. That's real cute. That's awesome. And I'm glad you're sitting there polishing your gun. But are you polishing your Bible? Some of y'all get up front here, Ross. Kevin, y'all stand guard. Come on, stand guard. Oh, yeah, there we go. We must protect this house. I must be monitoring what we're watching in my home. I must be concerned about. Here, Lacey. Here. Here, give one of these. Can I take that? Don't chop my head off or anything. Come on, Sister Debbie. Some of y'all. Oh, Lord, they gave my mom a sword. Oh, sweet Jesus, help me, Lord. <laughs> y'all line up. Come on. Stand up. I ain't scared. We, we, we know what to do in the natural. You, 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 you make a movement. I'm going to fight. But what about in the spiritual? When, when suddenly we hand our 11-year-old boy Instagram. Ain't nothing but filth on there. Search whatever your heart desires. Uh, yeah, just go watch that and leave me alone. Closing their door. Entering into a portal. Getting lost in some messed up, perverted, sexual, wicked fantasy life. And then wondering why we have such a high divorce rate. Hey! We must protect this house. I must protect my marriage. I must protect 
my children. We need some men and women of God that will rise up and say, I don't care what they're teaching in the public school system. I don't care what your kids are watching at home. As for me and my house, we serve the Lord. I don't care what you think. We're not going to play patty cake with the devil. We're not going to just act like, well, boys will be boys. <laughs> no. He is a boy, but he's going to be a godly boy. He's going to do great things with his life. We're not going to introduce him to all kinds of violence and filth and pornography and just act like it's okay. Well, just don't take it too far. The devil is a liar. Protect this house. Yes. <laughs> Protect this house. Oh, yes. Let's pray for a moment. Choose your own voice. Use your own words. Thank you, baby. Hallelujah. We gave lots of great little principles on Wednesday night, but do not neglect the spiritual. We need some mamas finding a prayer closet. We need some daddies opening up the word of God and saying, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth from the mouth of God. Come on, young person. I don't care what they joke around about at your school. I don't care what kind of nudity they try to show you. We must protect this house. Oh, yes. I know I'm talking strong. Can you guys stand here with me for a minute or two? Can you stand on guard with me for a minute or two? You read in 1 Samuel chapter 30. I'm not going to preach it all just yet. This is the story where David and his mighty men lose their wives and their families and all of their belongings. I'll preach the good part of it in just a minute. But let me just share with you. You read of the great sorrow of David and his mighty men. They've lost everything that they hold dear. Their wives, their children, everything has now been taken captive by the enemy forces. They're weeping. They're crying. And I just want to point this out to you. Because if you'll go back just one chapter, this would have never occurred if David would not have been where he should not have been. Hello? If he would have been home with his family at Ziklag, he could have protected his house. David and his mighty men were fierce warriors. Nobody would mess with him. They sang songs about him. David has killed his tens of thousands. These boys were bad to the bone. Nobody would fight them. Nobody could handle them if they were home. But David is consorting with the Philistines. David is dealing with the Philistines, considering going to battle against Israel with the Philistines. And while he is entertaining one enemy, another enemy slips in while David is away. Now the Amalekites come in because David is not home. 
They take his stuff, take his family, and they destroy his property because he is not home. Men and women of God, I'm not just talking about always being physically present. That's good. But I'm talking about being spiritually in tune. You can't check out. Daddy, you can't just be a paycheck. Make lots of money, but you better be more than a paycheck. You better be a watchman on the wall. Mama. Oh. Oh. Some of you guys, change your ties with me for a moment. Change your ties. You got you to gotta have an attitude. I'm going to protect what's mine. What the Lord has brought together. Let no man put asunder. Let no man put asunder, whether he's physically present or he's YouTube present. <laughs> There's got to be something inside of us that says, this means war. You can feel the pressure that's in our world right now. The confusion telling us how to live. It's amazing. Even those that are saying, uh, you know, we're for equality. We just want everybody to, to, to be heard. We just, but, but then you just start talking about the sanctity of marriage and that it's one man and one, one woman. And suddenly, hate. Oh, oh, oh yeah, we want, we, want, we want to all be equal and hear our, our, have our thoughts heard until somebody speaks up for the word of God. And then suddenly the enemy says, oh, that's hate. No, that's me standing for the word of God. It's time for us Davids. To make up in our mind, I'm going to be involved in my family's lives. I'm going to be involved in my church's life. That's the next one. I'm not going to preach at all. But I must protect my family. And I must protect my church. Men of God, you are responsible for more than just your own flesh and blood. Children, you are responsible for this church. Don't make it carnal. Don't, don't, don't make it some kind of sick, immoral sexualized version. No, you need to be manly. We need to be godly. We need to be biblical. Uh, Lift your hands. Uh, We must protect our families. We must protect our church. We need some Davids right now that will wake up and recognize that the adversary has been on the prowl. The adversary has been on the hunt. The adversary has been seeking whom he may devour. I have news for you. The enemy's not going to devour me. The enemy's not going to devour this church. Uh, When David recognized his wrong, you know what he did? He fell on his face and prayed. Lord, what do I do? Lord, how do I handle this? And the Lord said, pursue and you will recover all. You know what? It's time to stop struggling. Some, some of us live in this state of struggling. And just pray for me. I'm struggling right now. Just, just pray for me. I'm, str- I'm not making fun of anyone. I'm just telling you. Some of us live in a perpetual state of needing somebody to carry us. I'm sorry. I, I'll be sweet next service. I'm, I'm helping someone to get strong right now. We got to reach a point where we can serve God by ourselves. I'll be there to pray with you, but I can't do it for you. 
We need some Davids that rise up and say, I'm going to go recover all that the enemy has taken from me. And David and his mighty men, they went to war. They went to fight. They destroyed that enemy. They recovered not just what they had lost, but they took even more from that victory. And it ends with David saying, this is David's spoil. Let me say it this way. This is David's stuff. We can say it this way. This is my stuff. This is my wife. Those are my children. Devil, you thought you could have them? Not today, devil. Somebody needs to say, that's my family. That's my church. Come on, just pray. Do what you feel right now. Uh, Oh, oh, y'all can move and pray. Don't be swinging swords around the church. You can sit them down. Go pray. Go pray. Just leave it laying on the platform. Go pray with your family. Go pray over your family. I know we were holding natural swords, but somebody needs to get it. The sword of the spirit. Get into the word of God. My marriage is more important than some TV show. My marriage is more important. My children's walk with God is more important than some sports program. Come on, let's war in the spirit. Let's get victory in the spirit. You ought to find a place to pray right now. Let's war. We must protect this house. We must protect the word of God. We must protect biblical standards of righteousness and holiness. We must protect our marriages. We must protect our children. Oh, I like it. Brother Trace is praying over his expecting wife right now. That's what we got to do. You got to settle some things in your mind and in your spirit. I am going to fight. I am going to make it. Come on, maybe you were caught off guard. Maybe the enemy did take you captive. But you're aware now. You're awake now. Go fight for what's yours. Go get the victory. Oh. Oh. Come on, that's it. You're not being a mean parent because you take your kid's phone away. You're being a godly parent. I'm not there to be his buddy. I'm there to be his warrior. Come on, men and women of God. Rise up and fight. Rise up and fight. Pursue the enemy. Come on. From this room to the lobby, side to side. It's time to pray. It's time to war. Devil, you can't have my marriage. Devil, you can't have my children. Devil, you can't have this church. Come on, Souls Harbor. We're not like every other church, and we're not going to be like every other church. This means war. We're fighting for this community. We're fighting for souls. We're believing for revival. That's it, David. Get your stuff back. Come on, David. Get your marriage back. Come on, David. Get your children back. Come on, mighty woman of God. Get your husband back. 
I pray against lethargy. I pray against weariness. Oh, yes. Oh, come on, pray over your babies. Pray over your grandchildren. Grandma and grandpa, don't check out. You're not just a candy dispenser. You're not just a a dollar giver outer. You are a legacy lever. You are a skilled warrior. You see things that that mom and dad are missing, grandparent. Fight for your children. Fight for your grandchildren. Oh, you can feel it. The Holy Ghost is here. Just move. Just minister. Just reach. Come on. Adultery is not slipping into this home. Pornography is not allowed in this home. Cold shoulders are not welcome in this home. Wickedness is not allowed in this home. Ungodliness is not welcome in this home. Come on, get your stuff. Get your stuff. Come on, David, say, this is mine. This is my marriage. These are my children. This is my gift from God. Oh, we had practical application Sunday and Wednesday. Today, we're going spiritual. We're pulling down strongholds. We're pulling down wickedness. triumph. Shout unto God for victory. I feel faith here. I feel strength here. There's a boldness here. Maybe you've never prayed like this before. That's okay. Just give it a shot. Just give it a shot. Try something new. Oh, I see the Lord moving on people right now. Let those tears go. Let your voice out. Cry unto God. Reach out to God. Oh. 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 Come on, be on guard. Watch for your children's souls. Look out for your marriage. Get your stuff back. Get your joy back. Get your peace back. Oh! Noah, get your family in the church. Oh! Oh, 
Be on guard. Bible says, look out for little foxes. They spoil the vine. Don't let some little devil come in. Come on, well, it's just a Facebook group that I don't have any business being in. Oh, no, 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 it might be a little fox, but it'll spoil that marriage. Come on, some of us need to delete Facebook for a while. Some of us need to delete YouTube for a while. Oh! Yes! Oh, Young person, come on. Oh, you can't just run with just anyone. You can't hang out with just anybody. Man of God, not all of your coworkers can be your best buddy. Lady of God, not everybody on that job can be your best buddy. We're going to reach them. We're going to love people. But you got to be real enough to admit if they're influencing you. You got to be real enough to admit if they're pulling you down. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Jesus. Jesus. Oh. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus. Sita ta la 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 Hallelujah. We must protect this house. We must protect this family. We must protect this marriage. Husband and wife, you got to be real enough to talk about stuff. Let me get a couple of you guys, Osborne, Trace, some of you. Come over here. James, I want you to stand in the middle here. I want you to represent this. Get your swords, not you. I want you to see this. Get a couple of you, Cortland, some of you guys, Kevin, some of you guys. I want y'all to surround him. Surround him. You get, you get behind him. Get you a sword. Get you a sword. Nate, grab a sword. Come over here. I want us to see this real quick. Surround James, okay? I want you to see this. This is our opening text right here. This is where Joash, the would-be king, he will be the king that helps restore the nation and turn them back to the heart of God. Right now they are being led by wicked Athalia, this, this ungodly, wicked woman who has killed her own offspring. And so they have taken now. And Joash, thank God, he has this man named Jehoiada in his life. Jehoiada is not his natural father, but he is his spiritual father. Thank God for the church. Maybe you don't know who your daddy is, but you can come into the church and you can have yourself some spiritual fathers. So Jehoiada says, the hand of God is on our future. The hand of God is on our Joash. But we know Athalia will kill him if she gets the chance. So what we've got to do, he calls the captains of the guards together. And he says from the right side to the left side, Nate, you come stand here. Brother Osborne, you come stand here. Kevin, you protect him from here. He said, from the house of the Lord to the king's house, from God's house to his very own house, I need you to protect 
our future. I need you to protect what God is going to do in the future. The hand of God is on our children. There is an anointing on our future, but Athalia wants to kill him. The wickedness of the world wants to assassinate our future, but if we can just keep some people on guard, we can get him to the place where he can be anointed. If we can just get him to the anointing, he's going to make it. So all of these men of God stood on guard, blades drawn, weapons wielded. They are ready, and they march him. They protect him from his own house all the way to the Lord's house. And there, the anointing, where's my anointing bottle? Where's my anointing bottle? <laughs> all the way, all the way from his own house, all the way to God's house. They knew if we can just get him there, they're protecting him. Maybe just turn your back to watch. Turn, no, you stay forward. You're watching. You're watching. You're watching. We've just got to get our children. We've just got to get our marriages. We've, uh, we can just get it to the place where the anointing can be poured out. We're going to make it. And they protected young Joash all the way to that place until that moment, until the anointing could be poured out. <laughs> and as the, the Bible says, as the anointing was poured upon his life, something came back into the heart of the people. When that anointing was released, when the anointing was uncorked upon the king's life, suddenly the people said, God save the king. God save the king. God save the king. And that wicked woman was destroyed and righteousness was being restored. Come on, right now, I want you to get your sword in your hand. Oh, if you brought a Bible, you ought to hold it up. If you got a phone, you ought to hold it up. Uh, I got to get my kids under the anointing. I got to protect them all the way from my house to God's house. Uh, no evil spirit's going to come near my house. No, I'm going to protect him. I'm going to protect our babies. I'm going to keep them. Come on, guard yourself. Uh, go put your swords down. You can pray again. Could you lift your voice one more time? Could you think for just a moment? I believe the Spirit of the Lord has laying things on your mind and on your spirit, revealing things that you need to do, revealing things that we need to change. Oh, uh, I've got to get to the anointing. Come on, Jehoiada. We've got to get Joash to the anointing. I've got to get Joash to the anointing. I've got to get Samuel and Maley all the way to the anointing. I've got to protect them in my house. I've got to bring them into God's house. Jesus. Uh, yes.
Oh, I pray that the cries of prayer would fill our homes this week. Oh, oh, I hope that our children hear us praying this week. Oh, some of us parents need to set the tone. You need to delete some ungodly music from your phone. We need to remove some playlists from our phone. We need to remove some things from the queue on that Netflix. No, not in this house. <laughs> Jesus' name. <laughs> Psalm 92.13 says, Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of God. <laughs> they shall still bring forth fruit in old age. <laughs> I like this part. They shall be fat and flourishing. Yes. Just plump with blessings. Yes. That's what we got to do. I got to get them to the house of God. I got to get them into the presence of God. If I can just get them planted here, they're going to be blessed. If I can just get them, the enemy's going to fight you on every front. Every front. Always going to be a legitimate excuse. But I must set my priorities. I'm protecting their soul. I'm taking them to heaven. I'm going to end with this and we'll, we'll be done. I know we kind of went wild and didn't follow the sermon. I'm glad. I must protect my family. I must protect my church. And I must protect myself. Myself. Well, my kids sure better not be looking at that junk. Well, then you better not be looking at that junk. Well, my kids sure better not be cussing. Well, then you better not be cussing. Mm, Jesus. 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 <laughs> Myself. Myself. First Corinthians six nineteen says, "Know ye not that your body is the temple or the house of the Holy Ghost?" I must protect this house. You must protect this house. Protect this house. I'm going to read this and we're going to pray. And I'm going to pray a refreshing upon all of us right now. In Jesus' name. 1 Thessalonians 5.23. If you don't mind, lift your hands and maybe close your eyes. I'm going to read this. And I'm going to ask you to begin to pray it after I read it. It says this. And the very God of peace sanctify you holy. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's got to start with me. It's got to start with you. Come on, right now, be made whole in the name of Jesus. Be made whole. Be made whole. Sanctify you holy. Whole spirit, soul, body. In the name of Jesus, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Oh, it starts with me. It starts with you. 
Oh, if I'm going to protect my family, I've got to protect myself. If I'm going to help my family, I've got to be okay myself.